following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2009 Honda Fit. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Are you ready to dumb it down? Awesome. I can believe this. I can believe that all you people are here listening and applauding and cheering. Why not? We've been doing very well these last couple of episodes. This is episode 117? Or is it 118? I've lost count. Well, whatever it is, it's the newest podcast that I'm putting out. I just checked five minutes ago. I already forgot. It doesn't matter what episode number it is. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. However you found it, I greatly appreciate it. I host the show on Spreaker, but you can also find it on iTunes, Player FM, for whatever reason. I don't know. Spotify, which is you know great. I don't know if anybody's listening to this on Spotify. I don't know if it's, this is on iHeartRadio. Uh, I know the last episode that I uh, aired, uh, Entering America Through the Gift Shop, uh, I wanted to hit the iHeartRadio button, but it wasn't even on my on my Spreaker app. So I don't know if I've been not only denied iHeartRadio, but maybe rejected and like banned by iHeartRadio. There's no button for it. Usually there's a button. You could choose Facebook and Twitter and whatever. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming it automatically goes to Spotify. I'll find out. I don't really know. But there's a lot of places to find Dumbing It Down with Dave. I host it on Spreaker and I would love for you to listen on Spreaker. But it doesn't really matter. As long as you're listening, I would also like you to engage in the comment section. Linda from Awesome Insanity Surfers um, is always right there commenting. I know um, Pat has been sharing it on Facebook. Um, and that, and then and Mark uh, often comments here on Spreaker. But uh, I could definitely use a lot more. And uh, I know Linda listens to it on Spreaker. At least I assume so. But So if you could say hello, I greatly appreciate it. Wherever you're listening to it, I'll try to find it. But, you know, this is the spot right here. Spreaker. If you could comment here and say hello. I'm getting a lot of listeners, you know, like every episode is like 50, 60, 70 listens. But yet, basically one person or two people comment. Uh, so, yeah, I would, I just want to let you know, I would like you to regularly, look at that, regularly click like. I would like you to do that. I'd like you to follow on Spreaker. I have 59 followers. I need 100. Uh, as far as I know, because otherwise iHeartRadio will not approve me for iHeartRadio. That might be the problem. They might, they, my, my show might be at a board a board meeting saying, listen, the guy's done 116 episodes. I mean, he's really steady with the podcasting, but, you know, he has 59. He's 41 listeners short. What do we do? You know, who knows? Maybe, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But they do have a criteria. So, if you haven't followed me yet, on Spreaker, following it, you don't just say, oh, I'm following you. No, you, you have to, like, click the star button, I think, and, like, you favorite it. So, I know a lot of you hate that whole technical, well, what do we have to like? Why do we have to, listen, I like the engagement. I, li- I do. I do like the engagement. Um, I like you to respond and uh, disagree or agree or whatever, or maybe put your little twist on it or, you know, just, you know, let me know you're alive. I really would like this particular show to have like a hundred comments. Like, why shouldn't it? 
I, there's like all these people listening. So just stop by and click, you know, click like, and uh, it's the heart button, and leave a comment. That's the, the, I don't know, what I forgot what the button is, but you know, hit the buttons. And if you're listening on iTunes, if you can give me a five-star rating and a review, I would like that. It would bring me some joy. Um, Player FM, I, I think you can comment on that, and, and you know, Spotify, all, all these other ones. But uh, I'm working my way towards Stitcher and Podbean and however else I can get this thing out there. So anywhere you go, I'm there. I, I would like that. I think we can get to 100 listens a show. I would like that. And I would like a lot of engagement. I think I bring up some topics that are engageable, that are discussionable. Not discussionable, discussable. I think so. And I'll try to do better. I know that uh, I've been very consistent with two a week, a half hour each episode, basically adding up to an hour because milehighhiradio.com, milehighhiradio.com, thank you, Lynn and Bobby, uh, are airing uh, two episodes. Well, I give them two episodes, but they're airing an hour of Dumbing It Down with Dave every Monday at 11 a.m. on Mile High Radio. So if you're listening on Mile High Radio, especially if you could... I don't know if Mile High... Mile High has an email address, like info, probably, you know, something like that. So if you want, go to the milehighhiradio.com website and uh, find an email address and uh, tell them that you're liking the show. Uh, They would like to know. We all would like to know where you're listening to it. I have not been prompted to, to talk like this and ask these questions. I'm just taking a little time. I don't do it every show. Every show, I kind of harp on something. And this particular show, is the harp is on the uh, engagement. I would like you to engage. It, 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 it would bring me joy. I don't know what it would do for you. But I'm not asking for like a whole diatribe. Dave, this is Joe. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, you know, I know uh, Joe Foley, speaking of Joe, he uh, likes to tweet me. He Twitters, and, you know, he comments, you know, great show, good show, nice podcast, and, uh, you know, he's uh, confirmed himself as a friend, as a real friend. Well, he was my uh, second roommate at Podcast Movement 18, second of three. Matt Neff was the first one, Podcast Movement 17, Anaheim, and Jason Juliet will be roommate number three. I'm going to go through the entire podcast world and have everybody as my roommate at least once, at least once. All right, it is... Um, Trace de Mayo. Welcome. Hey, happy Trace de Mayo. Trio de Mayo. Three de Mayo. Third of the, of the month. I'm celebrating that day. That's the day I'm celebrating. I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to do a podcast on Cinco de Mayo. So I'm going to say happy Trace de Mayo. You know me. I think all holidays are stupid. Um, I don't believe in holidays. So I'm not a Jehovah, but I just have come to terms with holidays and I think they're all stupid. I think a lot of things are stupid. And we're going to talk about one of the things that I think is stupid later on the show. May or may not be the title of this of this episode. Um, for those of you that don't know, I also do Dave's Fit Life, a YouTube uh, show, YouTube channel, Dave's Fit Life, where I record uh, via video my life uh, living in a Honda Fit. Living in a Fit, trying to get fit and fitting things into my life. And I put it on YouTube, Dave's Fit Life. One of the things I'm proud of, almost most proud of at this point in the... Uh, since October um, escapade, or whatever you want to call it, since, yeah, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Wow, has it really been like eight months? Wow, that's really, that's pretty pathetic. So I, well, I got interrupted by my mom's stroke. But, uh, yeah, I've been doing Days Fit Life for quite some time. And one of the things I'm most proud of, if not the most proud of, is that I've 
have not lost anything. I mean, I, I have lost a few pounds. Not as much as I, I thought I would, but I really hope to. I really hope to have really lost a, all of my fat, but I have a way to go. I've only lost a few pounds. But I really am uh, proud of the fact that I haven't lost anything. If you can imagine, you know, a 55-year-old man, uh, sleep-deprived and brain-degraded, sleep-deprived and brain-degraded, living in a Honda Fit, that you're bound to lose things. Well, this week was the end of that streak. I don't know how many weeks it was, but I think I started September 4th, September 4th, or October 4th. I forget when I started Dave's Fit Life. But whatever, it's been about eight or nine months, seven or eight, nine months, something like that. I haven't lost anything. I've been really proud of that. But this past week, that streak is over. This week, I lost, this might be the title of the show. I lost two friends, one cat, and an iPhone charger cord. Yeah, that's the tally. And uh, maybe I'll explain the losses. Yes, two friends I've lost. Or, or maybe better off saying let go of. So, but then, you know, they're not lost. I just let go of them. Um, the cat, the cat let go of us. Well, we kind of put it down a little bit, but, or a lot of bit, but, you know, we put it down enough where that's not coming back. I don't know if my friends are coming back or now I, I, do I call them my former friends? I don't know. I don't, you know, we're in that, uh, space where I'll give them a chance to kind of come around, but I don't think neither one is going to come around. And, um... The last thing is my iPhone charger, which I'm really hoping I'm jumping the gun on that. I hope I left it home. I hope I left it home. I hope I didn't bring it to work. But I had this faint memory of the other day plugging it in to a charger at um, in the truck uh, the other day, and uh, I think I might have dropped it somewhere. I uh, you know so I get careless and I put things in different pockets and all that other stuff. So I hope it's home. I hope I found it. If I don't if I don't find it, I'll just get a new one. The cat. Well, that's the end of that. No more pets. Kitty, brilliantly named Kitty. My, my wife and I put our brains together. We said, what do we name this cat? Um, we actually had named it Maya after my sister-in-law, who's a dark person. And we had, this is our second black cat. The first black cat was Maya. So we were trying to name this black cat Maya. But for some reason, we let that go. And we just started calling it Kitty. Hey, Kitty. Hey, little kitty, whatever. It's a cat that came out of the woods. Literally, just the one day, walked out of the woods, stood in front of our house and looked at us and said, help me, you know, <laughs> whatever. I don't know if she said help me. She kind of said, hey, nice place. <laughs> Got any food? And do you know how to remove all these ticks on me? Boy, she had some bloated, bloody ticks on her. <laughs> I don't know how many she had, but there was quite a few. She's a beautiful black cat. Supposedly, she came to us already six years old. I don't remember that. I thought she was much younger. But we don't know where it came from. Just bang, out of the woods. And I don't remember how long it had been since the previous cat had passed away. And what's interesting about all this, you know, two black cats that look really... Well, black cats kind of look all look alike, Right. Uh, not a racist comment. I'm just saying, you know, all black cats kind of do look alike. Well, all cats in general. You know, orange cats, gray cats. You know, but, you know, black cats kind of have that. Some of them have white fur and funny noses and paws and tails and stuff like that. But this one was pretty much all black like the other one we had, I think. I'm pretty sure they were just, just black. Nothing nothing discerning. So we took it in. And we had uh, we had no dogs at the time. All of our dogs were gone. We had two dogs. 
So, but uh, it uh, came into our house, came into our lives, and we took care of it, I think, for about eight years. And then finally the other day, you know, uh, yesterday as a matter of fact, um, after we had spent just a little bit of money on it, you know, some acupuncture, you know, a couple of uh, hydration shots, I was really worried that we were going to go deep into our pockets. You know, I, I don't, I, I'm not against spending money on animals. It's just, all right, you know, to a certain extent, enough is enough. You know, to a certain extent, I believe pets are stupid. To own an animal is kind of dumb. It's kind of dumb. I do it all the time. My wife and I got together 30 years ago. We lived in a neighborhood she didn't feel safe in. We ended up getting a dog at the Humane Society in Manhattan. Beautiful dog, Bobby. Roddy Shepard. Is this a dog show, Dave? Is this all going to be a life? No, it's not the life. There's a movie coming out called A Dog's Journey. So maybe this is a good link up with the the movie. It's not going to help me at all, probably. But, yeah, maybe I should call this A Pet's Journey. I don't know why I'm thinking of titles for the show, but I'm just, you know, spitballing, throwing wet noodles at the wall, whatever you want to call it. So we had Bobby. Bobby was a beautiful dog, great dog. But we started to feel like Bobby was lonely because, you know, we were, I was a limo driver. My wife worked in Manhattan at the time. I don't know. She had a couple of jobs. She might have been working at a restaurant. So we were gone for a lot of the day. So we said, oh, let's get Bobby a brother or sister or whatever. And then one day I'm visiting my mom in Brooklyn, and she lived on the corner, and uh, sort of on the corner, but it was the first house off the corner. But the corner building was the Canarsie Animal Hospital. I, I don't know if it's still there. It's a white building on the corner. White building. And it always got graffitied, and then the owner would come out and paint it white and get graffitied. Oh, you know, great spot to graffiti, right on the corner. Everybody could see it. East 85th Street and Flatlands in Brooklyn, New York. Canarsie, Brooklyn. And one day we're walking around. We knew that we wanted to get Bobby a brother. And then all of a sudden this lady comes out with a collie, collie shepherd, wrapped in a towel. Little baby puppy collie shepherd. And I'm like, oh, look at your doggy. No, of course, you know. Oh, look at your doggy. Five, five, five seconds, I would have been free. Anyway, and I say to the woman, because I'm such an idiot. I'm such a softy. I know a lot of you think... Boy, that guy, he's cold as ice, man. Dave, Dave is an a-hole. Dave is angry. Dave, I do. I have a lot of anger. I have a lot of darkness in me. You know, oof, wow. I said to the lady, oh, beautiful dog. Uh, what's going on? Oh, she has, um, the dog has, uh, oh, what's that thing that dog has? Uh, not measles. Um, ah, I can't remember what it was called. But dogs have it a lot. But uh, it was getting treated for whatever this dog had on the belly. Oh, what is it called? Not measles. Something with an M, maybe. I can't remember. Anyway, so I said, oh, uh, is that your dog? He said, no, we found it in the dumps, you know, but at another place called Starrett City in Brooklyn. They heard it from their apartment building. They heard the dogs crying. They went down. They rescued the dog. And there was, there's a story to that, too, by the way. I got to tell the story about my mom and my cat and uh, tell you a story about the dog. So I said to the lady, listen, like, what are you going to do with the dog? Oh, we're going to try to find it at home. <laughs> and like an idiot... I said, well, if you can't find it at home, let me know. Because, you know, we, we have a dog and you can use a brother. But, you know, we really can't afford it. But, you know, if you can't find a home, we'll do it. You know, I, I think I gave her my number. <laughs> and uh, do you think that the search for a, a home for that dog went any further than that? I don't think so. Because we got a phone call, I don't know how many days later. Listen, we can't find a home for the dog. Would you like this dog? And I'm like, oh, no. Oh. We took the dog. 
So now we had Bobby and Shiloh. Bobby was a big Roddy Shepard, tall. Not like Great Dane tall, but tall enough. And Shiloh was a small little Collie Shepherd puppy. So we went and got the dog. M- m- not measles. M- m- something M. You put lotion on it. Uh, she had a, He had exposed skin. And he had to sort of be semi-quarantined. They couldn't give away the dog until they got rid of the thing on the belly. Starts with an M. I hope it comes to me during the show. Not measles. Not mumps. Not... Uh, can't remember. Anyway. So, um... That's it. We had two dogs. We had two dogs for the longest time. And then we moved to upstate New York. That was in Queens. We lived in Jamaica Hills, Queens. Right next to the Trumps. Jamaica. Oh, they lived in Jamaica States. We lived in Jamaica Hills. Uh, a little geography during the show. Why? I don't know. I, have I done geography with you yet? So today's geography day. Today is story day of animals and all that stuff. So I lost two friends, a cat, and an iPhone charger cord. Uh, and then uh, we moved to Jamaica Hills, Queens, and then... Uh, we lived there and then we moved upstate New York and then we went to Sour Farm S-A-U-E-R Sour Farm and Saugerties and apparently there was like 20 kittens there I think it was like a nudist camp for kitties for cats you know a nudist sex orgy farm as well as a fruit and vegetable farm they don't really advertise the the, the cat nudist uh, orgy part of the farm but there had to be something going on because there were all these kittens I didn't know cats have a lot of litters but I think I saw a lot of adults. Like, it wasn't just one female and one male cat. I think I saw a few of them. So there was a lot of stuff going on in the cornfields. You know, they, these were the cats of the corn. Anyway, that's a children of the corn reference for those of you that are too young to know. Cats of the corn. So I saw the one black cat. There was one. Every other cat was orange and gray and, you know, typical cat. One black cat. I said, I want that one. So then we had two dogs and a cat for a while. Bobby wasn't too thrilled with the cat. He would always stare at it. He put his nose right near the cat like, what, what are you? I want to eat you, but I know that's wrong. I want to attack you. But I know they're gonna, I'm going to be in so much trouble. So it would just stare at it. I never took pictures of it, but Bobby would just stare at it with his nose. Like he just like put his nose on the edge of the couch when the cat was laying on the, sitting on the, on the couch and just, or a chair. Bobby would just come by and stare, sit there, you know, on his butt and just put his face like on the chair or on the couch and just go I'm staring at you I'm going I'm to have a stare down with you anyway eventually the three of them sort of became good friends and then the two dogs died and then the cat died and then we were petless we were petless finally so I got to tell you my wife and I owning two dogs when we did probably the biggest mistake we ever made we had no money we had no money to take care of ourselves and I think 99% of Americans do this 99% of dumb Americans do this. 99% of newlyweds who have no money that are sort of playing with the idea of having children have a pet first. Yeah, let's, let's practice with an animal. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the same thing, but, you know, kind of not really, you know. Um, babies cry. Cats and dogs, dogs cry too. They, you know, they just want to go for a walk. We had a backyard, so all we had to do was open up the back door and Bobby and Shiloh would poop. And they just let them back in. They come back to the door. I'm done. They knew they were done. They wanted to come back in. It was it was easy. But I did walk them a lot. I did take them to the park. Spent a lot of time with those dogs. I was very committed. Even though I think pets are stupid, I was very committed to uh, taking care of them. And then, oh, so I got to tell you the two stories. So what's funny is my mom, not the most intelligent woman in the in the world, even before the stroke, not the smartest woman in the world. She uh, she knew about the other cat, the first cat, 
Maya, the black cat. And then I think she knew that the cat died. I'm pretty sure. She must have known because she would visit and the cat wouldn't be there. So I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember exactly. I think we told her the cat was dead. <laughs> I don't know how many years later we get Kitty, Maya number two. <laughs> and my mom comes to visit. I, I'm telling you, it had to be a couple of years. And uh, we're sitting at the kitchen table as we always do when my parents come to visit and they suck the life out of me. Just sit there and they talk and talk and talk. I nod my head and I can't wait till 4 o'clock when they go home. I never enjoy their visits. I mean, I can't say never, but I never want them to come. I always dread the whole them coming up to visit me and killing my entire day off, my Monday off. I got a million things to do every week. And when they come, it's like, oh, sit here and listen to two old people tell me about nothing. So there's Kitty, the new cat. One year, two years, three years apart from the old cat. <laughs> so my, my mom goes... Wow, what's that? I go, oh, and I, I just spontaneously said, oh, that's Maya. Remember Maya, the cat that died? And she said, yeah. I said, she came back. And she says, really? I said, yeah, really? Can you believe it? I thought she was dead. We buried her. But she's back now. She's, she's just, she came back to life. It's a miracle. And my wife, my mom goes, wow, I never heard of that. And she's saying this all in sign language, by the way. She's like, that's amazing. That's almost impossible. I can't believe it. I go, I look at her and go, wow, she's really buying this. My mom's a moron. Now, there's the title for the show. My mom's a moron. There you go. She's stroked out in a nursing home in Manhattan Beach, Brooklyn. I'm going to title the show, My Mom's a Moron. But I really like, wait a minute. Am I really getting over on her? And she's like, and she says to my, my father, look, that's Maya. Maya that died. It's back. And my father goes, Really? So, like, he's a moron now, too, because he's buying into this. Anyway, I, I went along with it for a couple of minutes. I couldn't take it. I'm like, oh, I don't like the idea of this working. I didn't think, I thought my mother would go, don't be an idiot. You know, that's what you say, right? When somebody is obviously lying to you, you go, don't be an idiot. That's not nice. But she was like, oh, oh, wow. I never, oh, it came back to life. <laughs> yeah, cats have nine lives. I don't know if my parents know about that, but anyway, I, I had it revealed to them. Ma, this is not... Cats don't come back from the dead. This is another cat. She goes, oh. Well, why did you say... Why did you say it was Maya? I go, because I didn't think you'd believe me. Why would you believe me? How would you believe that a cat comes back from the dead? Who thinks that? Anyway, that's my parents in a nutshell. Two knuckleheads. Ugh, I could have done so much better. Why didn't I do better? What time is it? I can't see the phone. Oh, my God. Really? 23 minutes. We gotta take a breather break. Let's do it. Ready? Three deep breaths. In through the nose, out through the mouth. I don't have a commercial. We gotta do a breather break. Gotta break up the show. And then we'll finish up with the loop de loop story. And uh, I'll tell you about my friends, which probably should have been the, the lead. And uh, the iPhone, don't worry about it. And uh, I'll tell you about the, the dog in the dub. I, that's a cute story, too. Not really cute, but it's interesting. Three deep breaths. We gotta do this quickly. I can't believe how, how much my, I just talk and talk and talk. Is this right? It really is 23 minutes. God, I hope you guys are still listening. Did I really join on? I'm sorry. Now you're not going to like the show. You're not going to follow, are you? Nah. Leave a comment. All right. I'm sorry about that. Three deep breaths. Here we go. Ready? Go. I didn't do a test. I'm sorry. How you doing? You okay? All right. Two more breaths. Deep. Go. That was breath number two. Excellent. Last one. Make it a going really deep and hold it at the top. Go. 
There you go. A really quick breather break. I hope that worked for you. It worked well for me. I feel like having a cigarette now. All right, that was a breather break brought to you by Air. Anywhere in the world that there's air and it's free and it's clean, you should breathe it. Don't take it for granted. You'll feel better. Fit some breathing into your life. Fit some clean air breathing. Deep breathing into your life. Do that on your own all day long and you'll lower your blood pressure and you'll clean your nostrils and you'll feel much better. All right, you'll feel fantastic. Wow, 24 and a half minutes. All right, so it turns out the dog that we got that was rescued from the dumps it was a shepherd collie. More collie than shepherd, but, you know, just enough shepherd to take away that lassie look. It was a short-haired type of collie, like the shepherd short hair. But anyway, yeah, it was kind of like shepherd short hair, but collie colors. It was an interesting-looking dog. We called it Shiloh. They named it Shiloh. They were religious. They named it Shiloh. But one day, we're driving by the dumps, the, the junkyard. It wasn't the dumps. It was the junkyards. It was like actually automobile junkyards at Starrett City in Brooklyn. And there was a dog that looked exactly like Shiloh, but, old, you know, older, as old. You know, we saw probably what was Shiloh's brother or sister or mother or father. We saw another dog just like Shiloh in the same exact spot. So they rescued Shiloh when he was a puppy. So there must have been other dogs they didn't get. And we drove by one day and there it was. So there's my mother's story. There's the junkyard story. Now I'm going to tell you about my friends. Or maybe my former friends. I don't even know. All right. 25 minutes. I don't want to go over 30. So here's the story, folks. I know I talk about friends all the time. I know I talk about ex-friends. I know I talk about I talk about these things all the time. I sound angry. I'm disappointed. And here's the deal. When I give you energy, Linda knows this from Awesome Insanity Surfers. I think Lynn knows it from milehighhiradio.com. I think a lot of people know it when they, you know, I, I, I will support you to the end. I will, what my friend, my now former friend, said to me once, Dave, you always carry the torch. You carry the torch for people. Yeah, I want everybody to do well. And one day I'll tell you the story about little David. I had this conversation with Mark, my buddy Mark, the truck driver down in Mobile, Alabama. He's a supporter, but I spoke to him last night. And if you knew six-year-old little David, five-year-old little David, innocent, clean, untainted by life, untainted by abusive cousins and family members and, and, you know, just innocent, you would know that it's, it takes me nothing to support you. I want to be your friend. I want to be liked. And I want you to be happy because I know what's important to you. You want to have success. You want to have, you know, whatever. And I, I, it, in the world of podcasting and YouTubing, it takes nothing, nothing to help. You click the like button. You leave a comment. Great show. Good show. Funny show. I like your show. And then you share. How hard is it to share? You click on a button. We're talking about using your left finger, your pointy finger. You hold on to the mouse if you have one of those type of things, and you click. You take the cursor, click like. Take the cursor, comment. Hey, Dave, great show. Hey, Linda, great show. Hey, blah, 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 whatever. And then uh, share. Okay, you take the download button and you share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Blah, blah, blah. How hard? Leave a retweet. Click retweet. Comment. I'm retweeting because I like the show. Great. Boom. It's, it really is fast. It's one of the... You don't have to leave the house. You don't have to drive. You don't have to pay money. You don't have to write a letter. You don't have to put a stamp on an envelope. There's no business reply card. You guys remember that? Business reply card. You're not replying on a... Nothing. You're clicking. It's the simplest thing to do. And when I 
do 117 episodes of Dumbing It Down with Dave and 30 some odd episodes of Dave's Fit Life and I don't see your name all over the place, Bobby, and I don't see your name all over the place, Steve, and I don't see your name all over the place, Ava or Brett or anybody. If I don't see your name all over the place, I got to tell you, I got to question our friendship. I know that's not the definition of friends because I've talked about it, the Merriam-Webster definition of friends. But I'll tell you this, when I'm giving you all my energy and I'm supporting your band, I'm supporting you as a drummer, I'm supporting you as a stand-up comedian, I'm supporting you as a person who's recently had a husband die and uh, and, uh, whatever, you're you're mourning. And I listen to your drug, drug drug-induced evening, it's just... I sit there and I listen, I support, and, I, and I, I give you my energy. That's really what it comes down to. I give you my energy. When you don't return the energy, you don't return it, you know what happens to me? I get energy depleted. Some of you might not buy into that. I truly am creating that as far as I know, and I'm buying into it. When I give you my energy and you don't return it, then I get energy depleted. And if I get energy depleted and I've given you 117 episodes to come through and you come through zero and I give you 30 some odd days fit lives and you come through zero, you're sucking my energy away. I got to let you go. I wish I had more time to talk about it. We didn't get to the loop-de-loop story. I'm sorry about that. But hey, man, two friends, one cat and an iPhone charger. I'll be okay. I'll see you next week. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed. Good rats and great skills. Take care, guys. Have a great fit week. Bye. Don't be dumb.